Well, good morning and welcome to the Weekly Bible Wrap-Up. It's Monday, April 17th, 2023. I'm actually recording this. I'm on the road. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. This gives me an opportunity to use the remote setup. This time I took the full podcasting setup with me because I have some other podcasting duties to do while I'm down here. And it's a blessing to be able to kind of take this little remote studio on the road. So starting out today in Psalm 47, we should clap our hands and sing to God in praise. You know, I used to think that pre-sermon Christian music was just entertainment. No, it's, it's, it's worship. And I get into it. I've become one of those crazies that will sing and hold up hands in praise. Of course, I was in a church choir for many years, and I think that I really grew in the idea and the faith of music as worship. Then over to the New Testament, we'll start out in Luke 18. Now here, Jesus is again speaking to his disciples. He used a story of a judge who had a widow repeatedly asking for justice. Eventually, the judge renders justice, kind of like she keeps asking, 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 and then finally, the judge is like, okay, I'll do it. If even this unjust judge will render a just decision, because apparently the judge was not the most just judge, um, in the end, so shall constant prayer result in God's justice. We should always be continuously praying. It's God's time, not ours. Then Jesus wonders aloud how many will have such faith when he returns for someone to continuously pray. This resulted in him pivoting to a story to some who, quote, had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. A Pharisee and a tax collector went to the temple to pray. The Pharisee said thanks to God that at least he wasn't as bad as that horrible tax collector. But while the tax collector, tax collector recognized his sin and asked for forgiveness and humbleness. Lesson here is the tax collector, not the Pharisee, was justified before God. Those that exalt themselves will be humbled, and those that humble themselves will be exalted. I think we've seen that quote before. Then there's a transition statement. One day, one day parents brought their children to Jesus to be blessed, but the disciples didn't like that kid stuff. Jesus was an adult thing after all. Jesus shut that down immediately, though, saying, quote, the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children, end quote. We are instructed to receive the kingdom of God like a child in order to enter it. And then there's another transition statement. Once a religious leader asked Jesus what to do to inherit eternal life. What do I need to do to live eternally? But instead of directly answering, Jesus pivots, asking why the man called him good, because apparently that's the way that the man addressed Jesus as good teacher. And Jesus noted, why calling me good? Only God is good. I always found that interesting. And maybe it's to emphasize that we can never be good enough to enter heaven. Anyway, so Jesus recites most, if not all, the Ten Commandments. And the man says, well, I've done all that. Then Jesus said, well, there's one more thing you got to do. You got to sell all your possessions to the poor, and then you will have true treasure and can follow, follow him. 
Jesus knew that the man's heart treasured earthly possessions, and this saddened the rich man. And, and that points out that great wealth can blind us to what true treasure is. I think that's one reason why I never wanted to be rich. And actually, I realized that comparatively speaking, I am materially rich. If you think about just about everybody in the United States is materially rich compared to the rest of the world. And yet most are blinded to that. They just want more and more and more. It's actually an annoying commercial for a law firm. I think they called Morgan and Morgan or Morgenstein or Morgan Ein or something like that. And the, the whole emphasis of the commercial is someone um, saying, I want more, I want more. Like there's a lady who's getting like the uh, Parmesan cheese grated on her Italian dish, for example. And it's like, this, you've already got this mountain of Parmesan cheese. I want more. I kind of cringe every time I hear that commercial because I'm like, ah, that that is such a reflection of the the state of mind that we're all in today, seems like. Focusing on the material stuff will prevent entrance into the kingdom of God. And then there's a very important statement here from Jesus for faith foundation. What is impossible for people is possible with God. End quote. So I, I take my takeaway is always give your troubles to God. He wants, he rather, he won't snap fingers to fix, but God always provides sometimes by providing us with the tools to move forward. Sometimes those tools are patience. Again, we want more. We want now we want, 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 want. God doesn't care what we want. God cares what we need. And he will provide for us what we need, even if it isn't what we think we want. Old Testament time, Deuteronomy. We pick up Deuteronomy 28 at verse 15. Continues here with regards to the, if the people refuse to listen to the Lord your God, a list of cursings follow. These curses will come from the Lord until the people are completely destroyed for turning from him. A list of all the terrible things follow, possibly to get the people's attention. That quote, God isn't kidding. Well, that's my quote, I should say. Those are my words. It's not perfect there. But there's a, a lot of curses and what the punishment will be. And then after the listing of all these curses, you can read them too. If you read all these curses, the Lord will exile you and your king. Interesting how they say, and your king. So here's foreshadowing. Remember, they don't have a king. They're not like others right now, but they will. After exile, they will worship false gods, gods rather. Then there's a listing of more curses, more warnings. We have to serve the Lord our God with joy and enthusiasm. I capitalized enthusiasm. These are my words here from what I'm getting from this. Church is not a Sunday check-the-box activity. External enemies will defeat you. People will result to eating their own children. How horrible that they would have to fall to get to that point. All for not listening and obeying God. And only few will be left, it says here. Maybe that's referring to the remnant. That'll happen hundreds of years later. And that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful day. Remember... Live today as if the king is coming back today.